0: Listening to the Estheticians Earning More podcast with Brittany Hageman, episode six. So, recently on Instagram, I did a, a three truths in a lie post where I talked about three things that were true about me, and one was a lie, and you could guess which, which was the truth and which was a lie. And one of the things was I used to sell Mary Kay, and most people guessed that that was the lie but that was the truth. (laughs) Part of me feels like this is a very big secret that I'm humiliated and very embarrassed to share. But the other part of me feels like it's such an important part of my story. And it's such an important perspective that I've gained from doing Mary Kay. And I think that it may be valuable to you if you as well have been in some kind of MLM in the past and you maybe have you know, regrets and embarrassment around it. Maybe hopefully hearing my story can help you forgive yourself and let it go and move on. Or if you get approached by someone in an MLM, maybe it'll give you some compassion for them. So um, yeah, so that's what we're going to talk about today. But before we do, a quick word from one of our sponsors. All right, where to begin. I feel like for many years this was this felt like a very dark point in my past, a, a part that I um had a lot of shame and regret about. I I can't say that I have shame about it or even regret. It feels like it was a different life, but it still is part of my story and part of my career, if you would say that. Um And it's something I don't talk about very often because there is some pain still associated with it, and I'll explain that later, but I wanted to share it with you today because I know some of you are interested, A, (laughs) and B, um, to be a successful business owner, you have to try things and fail. I am not saying go and join Young Living or Arbonne or, I don't know, another MLM beauty counter. But I'm saying that in your business you are going to try things and completely fail at it in in your life as well. And that is just part of being a human being. And it's important to have compassion for ourselves and grace and the ability to, you know, move on when things don't work and learn from them and not really beat ourselves up about them, like I feel so inclined to do. I joined Mary Kay in two thousand six. I was living at home, going to community college, and I had met a guy who became a serious boyfriend, who also was a big mistake. <laughs> um, but he had a really incredible mom, and she had just started selling Mary Kay and loved it, and was just a very kind, trustworthy person. And I had never really been exposed to MLMs before. I was twenty-one. Um, and, uh, it just seemed like the perfect fusion of things that I was looking for in a career. Ultimately makeup, skincare, working with women, building a business, making a lot of money, having your own schedule. I mean, it just, it just was like, how could this be more perfect? And I tried the products and I liked the products I and mean, you know I love makeup I've always loved makeup I, I still think their makeup's really good. Their skincare didn't quite work for my acne skin but it it was better than a lot of the other products I had tried in the past and so it was like good. I felt good about selling it. I had you know experience in sales before as a teenager. I always did kind of salesy jobs. Um it just felt like the line that my cards in my life were just lining up so perfectly at this guy that I really liked. I thought maybe I would marry him one day and this would be my mother-in-law and we would have this big business. And it just it just felt so like kismet, just absolutely perfect. So then I get into UC Davis and I go to UC Davis and move to Davis and I really ramp up my Mary Kay focus. And you know, I go to all the meetings and I am actively recruiting people to be on my team because that's how you make money. And I'm buying lots of product and I I know I think about this and my heart just like it really aches. But I would approach women, I would go, I would go to the store just to approach women to see if I could get them to be a customer or a consultant. They called it, I think they called it warm chattering. If you were Mary Kay, please tell me if that's what it was. Something like that, warm something. And you know, you the idea was obviously the more people you talk to, and presented the opportunity to be a customer or a consultant, the better chances were of having more consultants and and customers. And if you're not familiar with Mary Kay or MLMs, do do some research, but basically it's, you make percentages off of what your people, your downlines buy from the company. Not sell from the company, buy from the company. Because the company doesn't, once they sell it to you, they sell it to you technically at wholesale, then they don't really know how much you actually sell yourself. Um and I just I put my blood, sweat, and tears into it. I worked around the clock. I get up five o'clock every morning, work work um uh, by, you know, gosh, I don't even know what I did at five o'clock in the morning, to be perfectly honest with you, because a lot of what I had to do was like trying to go out and talk to people, but I just spent a lot of time on the phone with people trying to Get people to sign up, and every single person in my life that I could get signed up to, I did. Some friends from high school, every family member I could find. It just—it was completely all I could do and think about. And that's probably my only, like, actual regret is family from friends friends invested money and then lost money, and I can't really do anything about that. And knowing that I they trusted me and I used that trust in a negative way—that's really still hard for me, but. It just was. I just so believed that if I had got became a director, which is like one of the statuses you can of having a certain amount of people under you, I could make the money I wanted to make, and live the life I wanted to live. Well, fast forward a year later, and I was not making any money. Like I paid taxes, and you know, I didn't. I, I was like, wait, what? How did I make such little money? And I was working. All the time, like I, all, around the clock, and I just was like, you know, I was selling some product. I had some customers, but not really because one of the things was to convert customers into consultants, so that they, even if they just bought products for themselves, that meant you another person in your in your team. So I really wasn't selling that many products, and I had so much product. I had my initial investment was three thousand six hundred dollars. Yep, in two thousand six. So that's a long time ago. And I can just continue to buy product every month because if you bought product, it would help help your status in the company. Essentially, it's very complicated. Not not no no point in explaining all the details. But that's basically how it worked. So once I kind of started realizing I hadn't made the money I thought I was going to make, I had to kind of I started slowly taking a step back and realizing like, okay. I'm doing all of this work just trying to keep people as consultants, keeping them alive, getting new consultants. It just kind of felt like a game of constantly trying to convince people to stay in or become a consultant and then convince them to try to sell product and buy more product in the company so I would make money. And it just felt like maybe I'm maybe I, this is not what I thought it was going to be. And you know, obviously at the same time things were falling apart with my boyfriend at the time and It just kind of felt like my whole world was crashing in on me. And I just decided this actually is not working. My grades were slipping. I mean, I was not doing well in school. It just was this big mess. And it was one of those things where I'm sure my parents and family members and friends kind of saw it coming. It was like watching a train wreck in slow motion and seeing it from, you know, their parent perspective and being like, oh my gosh, this is happening. This is happening. But I could not be convinced otherwise. And I think it's important to remember that, that people, you know, believe what they believe. And sometimes you you can talk to them that you're blue in the face, but they, they have to go through it. If that means they lose money, if that means if they, you know, do things that they ended up wishing they hadn't done, it does kind of help teach them and inform them in ways that they wouldn't have learned otherwise. Or it's just a life experience they're going to have, whether it's a good or a bad one. And so I eventually, about a year and a half into the company, I um, quit officially. And with Mary Kay, the one thing that was good is that you could, within a year of buying product from them as a consultant, you could sell back your product to them and they would give you 90% of what you bought. So, like, let's say you bought a $100 of the product in a year, you could sell it back and get $90. So you lose $10. So I sold back my product. Guess how much? product I had bought in a year. I could I was eligible to sell back 10,000 dollars. I was in credit card debt. I know that's not surprising to you. Fortunately, I could use that to pay back my credit card debt that I had bought all the product on that I had no business buying because I didn't I did not have I mean, think about the amount of customers I had then versus BLH beauty. I mean, it's insane how few customers I had and how much product I had on my shelves. Um, And I still was left over with a lot of product because I couldn't sell all of it back. And so I ended up just using it over the years and giving it to family and friends. And it was just a very dark time for me. And then very quickly after that, I broke up with my boyfriend and then just barely had to like focus to finish college and just, you know, try to figure out what I was going to do with my life because everything I had planned – kind of had fallen apart at my feet um instantly I was cut off by all the women that I had gotten to know and become very good friends with at Mary Kay they I mean it was like I just imagine what I would think like leaving a religion or you know any kind of group of people where everyone has a very similar belief system and then you decide you don't believe that anymore and people just don't want to have anything to do with you except for one woman who who I had become friends with while we were doing Mary Kay together and now is one of actually one of my best friends. And that's the only reason when I look back, that's not the only reason. It was one of the only reasons I look back to Mary Kay that I think it was actually a good experience because I've met this friend who's like a sister to me. and She's incredible. So yeah, but I think looking back besides, you know, the obvious, you know, not good parts of Mary Kay. Something that I feel I had right was I did like working in skincare. I really wanted to like actually touch people's faces and it was hard for me that I didn't have that license or that ability to, I liked working with makeup. I liked working with women. I liked owning my own business, which is all the same things that I do today. The big difference is, is I actually have, you know, license, and I have training, and I, you know, worked in actual businesses that were making money and then did so myself. And people do occasionally contact me trying to sell me beauty counter, Arbonne, or I don't know what else. And I don't get angry. And here's why. I have a lot of compassion for them. It's usually a woman. It's usually a woman that I'm friends with or have been you know, friendly with, and I recognize that they want something different for their life. They believe in the product, they like the product that they're selling, and they do believe what people have told them is about making money in their business. And owning your own business is very scary, and MLMs make it seem make it very comfortable for you because they give you all the resources you need. So it's it's a simpler and less scary way to go into business. I know you would argue, and I would argue as well. Be part of MLM is not necessarily like being actually not really a business owner, but anyways, you believe that you are, and you act that you as you are, and so it just feels like a good way to kind of get your feet wet into being a business owner, and that can be a lot of people's dreams. And so I do have compassion. I'm very firm with my no. Because something that we learned, from Mary Kay was maybe means yes, and no means maybe. So you, they, they would say. I remember this one woman would say, "Unless they say I am not interested, you continue to call them and email them and whatever." So I do say to people, "Thank you very much for thinking of me. I am not interested. No, thank you." And usually people stop. I've, I think, I'm, since I've become an esthetician, I've had to tell one person who was a stranger please stop contacting me. I've, I've asked you nicely multiple times to not ask me about this anymore, but you have compassion. Lastly, when thinking about my, my Mary Kay experience, something that I kept with me that was very helpful when I opened BLH beauty, which was, I, when I, when I was in Mary Kay, I had the attitude of Spend money and you'll make money and, you know, just buy all the product and, you know, you can't sell without lots of product and, you know, no one's going to buy makeup if you don't have it on hand. I mean, there's truth to that for sure, but the product that I, the $3,600 that I invested in Mary Kay was with zero customers, just wanting to be a consultant and to sell makeup and skincare was more money than in 2017, so 11 years later, I did for opening BLH Beauty when I actually had customers that were buying product already, and I had customers that I knew were going to buy product. I think I spent maybe $1,500 in product. I have since my I definitely have more than that now. I don't know how much I actually have on my shelves because I do have a lot. Of, I have a lot of people buying product from me at this point. But it was the the attitude of like I'm just going to buy all the things and just They figure out the money later. I had that attitude, like it's going to be fine because I'm just going to do this and this and this, and I'm just going to spend money here and spend money here, and obviously I got credit card debt, and you know, was spending money that I didn't have, and wasn't making any money, and it was just this big vicious cycle. So when I opened BH Beauty, I was very aware of like fixed expenses were and how much I need, how much work I needed to do just to break even. And that's all I focused on my first, my first few months. And then, you know, obviously eventually, um, started making enough money that I was making a profit and taking a profit and making a lot of money. So that was a good lesson. Cause I think if I hadn't done Mary Kay, I may have knowing my personality have been much more liberal with spending opening P L H B than, than I did. And that was good because I didn't open with dead and I didn't you know, take out a loan, not to say there's anything wrong with either of those things, but it, it was a lot less pressure when you're trying to, you know, create this business from scratch. Yeah, so that's my story. I would love to know your thoughts. Please tell me all your thoughts. <laughs> DM me, email me. Um, you can DM me at esthetician Empowerment or at BLH underscore beauty. You can email me at info at blhbeauty.com. If you too have been in the MLM, I'd love to hear your experience. And let's just um, let's just forgive ourselves for bad decisions we've made. And like I said before, I did get a couple really good things out of it, and I learned some things that were really helpful in my current business, and I'm grateful for that. So you know, I I still sometimes think about like it in my kind of twinge, like oh that I forgot that happened, but at the same time. It happened, I learned, I moved on. And because of that, I think there's many reasons, but that was one of the reasons why I think I, I was so successful opening BLH Beauty when I did. So that's today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it, like it, um, give it reviews on whatever platform you are listening. I would be really helpful so other people can find this podcast, share it with your friends. And I will be back next week, same time, same place. I will talk to you then. Have a great week.